Welcome. This is Talking Joy, creating joy, inner peace, and authentic connections. My name is Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and I am founder of lifestyle brand Talking Joy. As a certified spiritual director, I have been leading groups with the power of words, the strength of positivity, and the gift of joy. During our time together, our focus will be on simple spiritual practices that can be applied to your everyday life with the wisdom and support of others. Talking Joy talks to help you realize your value. I am so glad you're here. Simple, joyful, fun. Let's get talking. Welcome. Uh, You know, I thought I'd talk this morning a little bit about spiritual practices and why they're important. Um, And I had written this some time ago and maybe when I was designing the website and, uh, but anyway, I wrote that spiritual practices bring what is already there into awareness The more we practice, the more awake we become to the sacredness of our lives. I believe that small groups are holy encounters because in community we are reminded by others' stories that God is at work in our lives, and this can encourage us when we don't feel the presence in our own. These encounters give us encouragement for our own journeys. So the spiritual life, you know, obviously is is something that's, you know, really important to me and dear to my heart, and and I think that... uh, you know, at the bottom of all of it, it's that, you know, we're, we're having these holy encounters with one another on these podcasts. And the idea that you don't know what we're going to talk about before we get together and that we have this surprise topic, I love that there's sort of this um, genuine conversation that we have and authentic. And so um, I'm going to talk a little bit today about, um, and somebody had invited me to do this for their website. She wanted me to share my favorite wellness tips um, and she wrote on there, this, this friend of mine, Nancy, she said, include anything that helps elevate your, vi- your vibration. And so I thought that, uh, that that was an interesting statement or question. And so she wanted me to list some of my favorite things that elevate my vibration. And so I kind of sat down and had been pondering it and thinking about it. And I'll start with what a few of mine are, and then maybe you guys can chime in and talk about what that is for you. Uh, and one of the things that I have in this special room in my house um, that's mine, that where I go in the morning and pray and, and, uh, and spend alone time, is I have an altar. And, you know, I didn't know that I had one until I went back to school and they talked about building an altar. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I think I have one of those. And so an altar really is just a, an area, a space, a little table where you keep things that have value to you. And so I have um, this big photograph of Jesus that my grandmother, when you walked into her house, she had, you know, on the front table, the minute you walked in, she had the holy water (laughs) on the wall, and then she had, so you could bless yourself, and then she had this big picture of Jesus. And when my grandparents closed down their house, I I said that uh, the only thing I wanted was this picture. So that's on my altar. And also on my altar is this red cardinal that my son Teddy had given me for my birthday when I asked God, I love cardinals, and I think on my birthday I was like, the only thing I want is I would love to see a cardinal today, and I never saw one, and then he came up, tapped me on the shoulder, oh, that's so sweet. and handed me this little paper bag, and I opened it up at dinner, and it was the red cardinal. And so I love that because it reminds me that God shows up in my life in unexpected ways, and that sometimes when we ask for something, it comes, but maybe in a different, 
a different outfit than we had envisioned. And so the cardinal, the live cardinal didn't come, but yet my sweet, you know, youngest son, Teddy, handed me this little crumpled up paper bag for my birthday with this. So you I think about the backstory of him running around from store to store looking for something like that. That's and so just sweet. the fact that to you, like that was a priority of what you wanted. Instead of saying, no, I don't want any gifts. I don't want any gifts. It was something so like just beautiful and simple. Yeah. And I think so often we say like we don't want anything, but to give him, like to show him that you value nature in that way mm-hmm. is really beautiful. Oh, that's great to say that. Thank you. And so getting back to the altar, it's that I have things at this special place in my house that are sacred to me. And I have on there a seashell that, uh, so when I was a kid, we made these seashells at an aunt's house who was an an artist, and we would paint them. And I still had some of them, and one of the kids broke one when I was little, and I was like, oh, you know, when that feeling of like something that's so special. But my daughter Meredith (laughs) made a new seashell that said, (laughs) you know, I love you, mom, or something. So I have the old seashell. I only have like one or two left that's painted, and then I have this new one. And so you get the point. You know, I like heart rocks. And and so when I walk by that place, it makes me feel good. It's sort of like this little temple where I can stop and pause, and then all all the special things in my life are all collected in one place. And so my invitation for people listening and for all of you is to find this little special place in your house, in your bedroom or somewhere, where you can take things that really have touched your heart and your life and leave them there because when you're not feeling good about yourself or you're feeling down or you're worried, I go back to that little area and I can look at those things and, and be reminded. Um, so what are some of the things in your life that elevate your vibration? For me, the first thing that comes to mind is music. So from cooking you know, meals for my family to simple car, like car rides with the kids, it's such an easy like elevator I, and that's really the first thing that came to mm-hmm. mind because cooking can be it's, it's very lovely and I do enjoy it on many levels but when you add kids like two small kids to the mix it can get kind of stressful so music um, I think just the calming music is always nice for everybody and we all kind of enjoy just the background music um. I love that. And so what, can you give me an example of what kind of music? Well, yeah, that's the thing. So with, now that we have, um, technology has advanced so much, our children now have access to like picking songs from (laughs) these devices and they tell with them, you know, the specific songs Mm -hmm. they want. So then there's the other side of music where it can actually, um, unfortunately derail like the experience and it doesn't become so enjoyable, but, um, it, yeah, so it really varies, but it definitely impacts the entire... I notice it even in, when I'm with other my other family members when music is playing in the background. It's just a very... It, it, it's just lovely. Mm. So. It's, to piggyback on that, it's, you know, and, you know, obviously I, I listen to music you. all day, every day in my, um, in my kitchen, but music, I mean, obviously we know it's such an art form, especially people who write their own songs. I mean, there's like love stories and heartbreak stories. It doesn't actually have to be like a Christian channel. Um, but my oldest child is now asking me, like, she'll sing a lyric or a line to a song, like an adult song, not even a kid's song, and she'll be like, what does that mean? And then I'll have to go in and say, like, you know, they're heartbroken because they were with someone for a very long time, and they're missing them, and, you know, anyways, it's a tribute to that, and I just feel like the background of music, not just necessarily the tune of it, is can be very spiritual. When you think about someone pouring their heart and what they're going through into a song, um, it's great teachable moments for all of them. But I agree with you. 
it's like I used to pick the songs for my kids and be like, this is an old artist. This is Bob Dylan or this is Grateful yeah. Dead. And, and they'd be like, let's put on Baby Shark. And you're like, okay, <laughs> like mommy used to be able to pick the music for you and now you have the choice. But um, anyways, to piggyback on that, I agree completely. Yeah, music no, is, is a huge you one. add that extra layer to the music that not only, because I was going to say it, there's a feeling to it. Like I used to play piano music when the kids were younger in the background mm -hmm. in the mornings because mornings are stressful. We mm -hmm. just were talking about that before we went on the podcast and that I would play it as a backdrop because it, it the uh, the energy in my house would drop a little bit. Definitely. But I love that you're listening to the lyrics. Mm -hmm. If you can get them right, sometimes I yeah. Yeah. I, I get the words <laughs> yeah. wrong sometimes. And you have to let the children sort of lead that interest. Um, Bailey's kind of into music, so I feel like she repeats words. She's she's got this knack that I think that I grew up with, which is I can listen to a song and just kind of know it. Yeah and I sing it, you know, without having to listen to it a hundred times, and she's got that. And so, yeah, she led that conversation, and she's asked me a few of them. But, yeah, it's I love being able to explain what's, you know, that it actually is not just, you know, something we're listening to in the background, that it's actually someone's heart and soul, um, which, is, which is pretty cool. cool. That's right. good music. Yeah. That's yeah. good music, yes. but I yeah. hate to piggyback on that and say, <laughs> just wait. Just wait till your kids get older. I have a lot of <laughs> older children, and the lyrics, you really don't want them to listen to. So that's, that's the hard reality. And, you know, I love, I love listening to calm music um, at certain moments, but in my household these days, we like a little bit more rhythmic. And, and my son always says, you know, if, if, when I was driving him to school, um, or if he had a soccer game that day or whatever, he's like, and I'm trying to play my calm music. And he's like, no, I need, I need pump up music. I need, you know, <laughs> something a little bit more, which usually is inappropriate. Right. And, yeah. and so I like. think to, 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 just to add on to what you just said about that, cause I, I have older kids too. And I've thought the same thing. They're listening to not the Bob Dylan and, and things that we grew up with. And the music's a little different now and that they should, pay attention to what they're listening to and to those stories and asking them, wow, how do you feel about that? And how does that affect your life? And, you know, that those words sink into us. You know, it's, it's really important to not just the music. And that's sort of what I was thinking about when we first started to talk about these, but the words, because they do stick to us yes. and onto our bodies mm -hmm. and to our thoughts and, and can affect us. They're a lot more negative these days too. And I was reading somewhere that, a lot of the new popular musicians, um, instead, it used to be more about us, and now these the new musicians, it's all about me. And, you know, that's a lesson in itself for our mm. kids, right? I mean, it's not always about me. It's about us as a group. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. thought, yeah. Um, and so I also wonder with the... Uh, with the new music that's out that, that some of the moms are maybe not exactly excited about and that's new for us too, is that is it raising their vibration? You know, I wonder. And so maybe having conversations about that music is probably, we sound like a bunch of old ladies talking yeah. this way. But, but it's true. Yeah. I, mean, I, I wonder I, if I, it affects your vibration. Well, there are messages yeah. in the music, so yes. I think it does. Yeah, I think it does too. It's interesting. Um, so... Some of the other things that uh, that I feel that you know raise my vibration, um, and one of them for me is is music too. Is I love David Tolk, um, and uh, you know I've played it for some of you sometimes, and 
some of his music really like I, it's contemplative when I listen to it that I can actually meditate almost to it. So if you want to look that up, there's actually a YouTube video of David Tolk, um, and they they play these beautiful pictures as you're listening to it and. You know, sometimes that's great for kids too, maybe younger kids, to kind of see that visual. They show really pretty pictures flashing through oh, when we go okay. through it. Um, so another thing that's on my uh, list is a favorite book. Like, I love to read. I've always loved to read. And The Gift of the Red Bird is about someone's spiritual journey. I'll have to put that on the website because I don't yeah. know that one. <laughs> and so you probably never heard of it. But I actually met the author for the first time last spring. I went to one of her speaking engagements Um and anyway, I've been following her for years, but it's, it's a spiritual journey book and it's about loss and about awakening. And so that's one of my books that I always, I don't know, I, I tend to go back to books and kind of reread them because I'm never in the same place, sort of like the quotes that we read here, you know, when I might read one this week and it's a little different. Uh, so anyway, for me, for me, it's reading. I really find that so relaxing. Uh, and I think we talked about this a little bit before about soaking your feet and about baths, taking baths with salts and things like that. And for me, like soaking my feet or going and getting a pedicure or a foot massage is just a, that just shifts my energy and really calms me down. I was actually thinking because we, we had a, a big day for Talking Joy today. We launched our podcasts officially. I know we're taping today, but um, we're really excited about that, that they're live. And, and so I was thinking I need to pause in the middle of the day today with everything going on and I, I might go do that, you know, get a pedicure or do something for myself to kind of, so what are some other things that you guys might do to elevate your vibration? Well, at the beginning when you were talking about having an altar where you keep all of these, um, you know, these mementos, um, I started to think that I keep a lot of mine in a drawer because I'm afraid my, my son, my younger son, is going to come and touch everything. And I think until your kids get to be a certain age, you can't put your quote-unquote valuables <laughs> anywhere in reach. Um, so what I started doing, because I do, I like to walk through my house and I like to look at something that makes me feel good. Yeah. And I started making um, a memory board. Uh, so we, I have a polo, little Polaroid camera. And at special occasions, you know, birthdays or we'll take them on vacations, we just take a little picture and then we pop the picture up on the big memory board. So whenever you walk through, um, you know, through the living room, you'll see the memory board and it brings back, it always makes me feel happy and alive and because it's all good memories on there. <laughs> There's nothing there that, you know, we don't take pictures Especially of the Especially when you're having a bad day and you exactly. walk by that, it's like, oh yes, 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 you know, I'll have good and bad, but these were, these were some of the highlights. Can I just go back to what you said is that yours are, your things are in a drawer, mm. so they're hidden. They're not seen, and that's a really important noticing to to pay attention to. And I might invite you to sit down with your son, bring him to the drawer, open it, and then just very carefully, in like a very thoughtful way, say to him, "These are some of my most favorite things, and I want to show them to you." So you're involving him in that process, and then he's understanding, like, "Ooh, this is special," and then maybe pulling one out at a time if you felt like you could or when you're ready, when maybe he's a little older, <laughs> but showing them to them and putting them out and telling them the story behind them because then it values. Mm -hmm. So it's not just something that's out that he might brush past and knock over. And so that time when Meredith broke the shell, she knew she was little and she knew that it was really valuable to me and that I was upset because it was like a piece of my history. And 
she went out of her way to try to recreate it, right. which was so sweet to begin with. But anyway, so to take those things out so that you have your altar back and mm-hmm. it's not hidden, mm-hmm. I would invite you to have your son sort of be part of the process because then he'll be like, oh, these are mommy's special things. It's a good idea. Um, and he'll, he'll be involved in it and he'll understand exactly what they are. And then what's the worst thing that could happen to them? He hides them. <laughs> That'll be, I'm not concerned with him breaking them. More just a curiosity of, um, I, I guess you're right. What is the worst thing that can really happen? Yeah. And maybe he'll add Actually, to them yeah. at Christmas or something. And the worst thing that can happen to them happened to me. It broke, but yet some other sort of beauty came out of it because my daughter realized that I found something to be sacred. She knew that it was really special to me, and then she went out of her way to sort of show me that, oh, I'm sorry, I love you, please forgive me, and thank you. Right. <laughs> That's that ho'opono. No. Yeah. I, I, will, I will start to... Uh, Think about it. I will. That's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. When you're ready, you'll know. When you walk by that drawer. So anybody else want to share something? I, I, I have a couple things when you were mentioning altars, and I just thought, wow, I've got a lot of altars around my house. Mm-hmm. They're not just in one place. Okay. Um, and I, I have two homes. So down at the beach, I have a collection that I had started, a couple collections, sea glass. I see sea glass, and it just makes me so happy, and it makes me think about where this glass came from, what was it used for, I found pottery. You know, did this come off a ship? Was this from the Titanic? You know, <laughs> my mind starts to wander. Um, so I have that in, in my living room in several places. So I, it makes me, gives me a little boost when I see that. And then also I started over the years collecting my birthdays on Valentine's Day. So anything with hearts, I find dear to me. Mm. So I have a collection on my mantle of heart-shaped shells, sea glass, stones that I found along the way um, from all over. So I have that. So that's another, in my eyes, another altar. And then up here, I have, um, I consider my kids, They're like I said, they're a lot older, but I've always loved and valued all their art projects. Mm-hmm. And in my basement, I have, I had on a whole long wall all their paintings and I had them all framed professionally whether they were like three lines on a paper or something like a Frida Kahlo Mm. portrait or something so I would always enjoy going downstairs and seeing this wall of all their artwork Um, and then I also have in my powder room I have a ante room before you get into the bathroom where I have I love landscape paintings so I have a collection of landscape paintings I walk in there and it just makes me smile mm. so I have them all over the house yeah. and I just you know during the day walking through and I see that and I just it makes me smile and say these are beautiful things and it just gives me a little pick pick me up yeah and oh, that's sorry go ahead yeah no, no I was just saying it's almost like the house yes is your you know because Pam's always saying your house is like your your safe place your heart you know, you want to walk home and love your house and love your home, and, and you create that. It's not just what you put on the walls, but it's the energy. And I love that. Basically, everywhere you walk, you're like, these are my kids from when they were 2 to 16. You know, this is, you know, hearts and the beach. And I just, I love everything you said. That's great. Yeah, and I think that I was just going to add that that's a great lead into the home, uh, that we set the tone for how our house feels. And 
one of my suggestions on, on my list when this friend asked me about things that elevate, you know, my, what did she say? My, Your vibration. My vibration, mm-hmm. thank you, uh, is I, orchids. I love orchids, mm-hmm. and they are really inexpensive at Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. and they're beautiful. And a friend of mine had said, every room should have an orchid. She's a decorator. And so I have an orchid in a lot of the rooms in the downstairs of my house in all different colors and sizes, and they last forever. Mm-hmm. You can barely, you can try to kill them. <laughs> you know, don't water them, and they're still fine. I've, I've killed one before. Me too. <laughs> I know I have to. Um, so I don't know. Somebody told me a trick is to put an ice cube in the bottom of. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the ice cube melts into it so you don't water it too fast. But anyway... I also learned from the same friend that's a decorator to put them in different containers so they come from Trader Joe's in like this sort of little white ceramic thing. But I'm sure we all have baskets around the house mm-hmm. and cute little containers that we didn't we don't know what to do with. So when you put it in that, it sort of it elevates it. So when I walk into my house, I when I see the flowers, that makes me happy and my vibration elevates and I think in the summertime when I'm not around and I'm in the mountains my husband's sort of back and forth he's like wow the house looks so lonely and I'm like it's because there aren't any flowers there (laughs) I bring them all with me but uh, that's an easy way to also um, an inexpensive way to make yourself feel good about your home Um, one thing also to piggyback off of this exact conversation is um, has anyone used diffusers by any chance okay so I yeah yeah, I've just started getting into this now that you know summer is behind us and um I have a stone diffuser that it's almost like a ritual like taking a bath and it I use like this essential oil blend that is designed for like bedtime so like chamomile and lavender and um it's just such a wonderful way to sort of like set the mood before you you know you're like getting ready to go to sleep and it's very I, I find it very relaxing and it um, it can be a little intense depending on how many drops you use, but, um, there's ton. I mean, there's yeah. several different blends and, and it really makes a difference yeah. and they make them so beautiful now, like that yeah. store at the mall has yes. them and they, like the mist, they're so pretty. Yeah. I think I found mine on actually one of, yeah, I think I found mine on Amazon. It was actually one of the last gifts that my stepfather before he passed away, um, wanted to buy for me and because he was so impacted when he was, he was dying, um, when he was right, right before he lost his battle for four years to pancreatic cancer, mm-hmm. um, when hospice had come in, the essential oils were just such a, a healing process for mm-hmm. him. And for me to be able to have the opportunity to witness and help apply them to mm-hmm. him and see how much I would just like proactively apply them throughout the day. And it was just so beautiful to see how he responded. So that's what sort of gave me that the idea of, wow, we can bring this to our home. Yeah. And, yeah. You know what I'd love that I've heard from like everybody when we've what we've mentioned um, elevates our vibrations is that it all comes back down to a story, whether it's your story um, with the diffuser, you know, with your stepfather, mm-hmm. or the shell, um, or even music. It might not be your story; it's somebody else's story, though. The music that touches mm-hmm. you. So it's about connection and the stories that that we share. Yeah, and I would add on that the stories are about love. Hmm. The stories are about love. And that's the essence of, of our being, I think, and the essence of who God is. And my life is that love, and that stories all stem from love. Mm. The love of a memory, the love of our children, the love of your stepfather. The I've got to take mine out of the drawer now. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know you're going to. <laughs> Mine's a bulletin board. Um, so, so my husband has a, an office, 
and I don't get any part of the office because it has like a full finance setup, you know, like the, the, the multiple computer screens. So when we renovated our kitchen, I was like, I just want a desk. I want like a little place. And so the whole backdrop of my desk is a bulletin board and I pin things up there like crazy. And the problem is, is I never want to take anything down. So it's like on top of each other. I still have your youngest daughter's baby announcement up there. And she's how old now? <laughs> like three. So, um, but I have like keychains up there and my sister-in-law, Sam, does these beautiful, um, you know, like t- shutterfly calendars for the family in there you know, multiple pictures from, you know, my family, none of us live in the same state. So it's, we're all over and, or country. And, um, we get to flip the calendar and my kids are like, that was from our summer beach house or that was from this. And that is my vibration because I'm like, you know, your aunt Sam made that for you. Mm -hmm. That's your cousin, Nico and this and that. And it's, um, but I just, it's all the tchotchkes are up there. I have a stone from our labyrinth walk on our retreat on my desk. And I have the little keychains that we made at the other retreat. And, um, so I have that altar and that's yeah. sort of my vibration. It's my tiny little desk. And, <laughs> and see, I love what, it. I would do, what I would do, so we all have, we all went around and we all have these special things in our lives and I'm sure that people listening also do. It's that bring them together if you can. I, I appreciate that you have them all throughout your house, but bring the little things if you can together, like you have them in a special place and then just pause nearby from time to time and just kind of like let yourself feel that love and that energy that's coming from those things and think about them and honor them. You know, we brush by them. That's the whole idea of an altar is that I can go there when, when I need filling and, you know, pause in that place. So, uh, we've come to the time in the podcast where we normally pick a quote from Meredith stars of joy, but today in honor of my friend, Nancy, who, uh, is the leader of this RISE group that I'm a part of who asked me the question about elevating my vibration. She also uh, was in Bali and brought back these blessing cards for me. And I just thought we would all go around and take a blessing card and then I'll read. And you can order these online. Yes, you can. <laughs> all the way from Bali. Are, are these ones in English? In English. <laughs> right. Just make sure you get the version in English. Yes. So we're all going to pick a card. And, I'm sorry, I'll pass it yeah, down. Thanks. And then I will read you your definition of the, of the card that you got. So I picked blessing. I'll go first. Um, and blessing, the definition in here, blessing is something that helps you or brings you happiness. A blessing can be the approval that allows or helps you to do something by words or deed. And the quote that I get with this says, an early walk is a blessing for the whole day. Henry David Thoreau. And I love this because I think that the things that elevate my vibration are blessings in my life. Yeah. And so how about you? What did you what word did you get, Ariane? Freedom. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to move this quickly. What does that word mean to you? Um being able to do whatever I want to do. Make my own choices. Freedom is the quality or state of being free and unrestricted. It is the exemption from controls, regulations, and dependency, liberty from bondage. And your quote, Ariane, is, Just living is not enough, said the butterfly. One must have sunshine, freedom, and a little flower. Hmm. You know, it's interesting. I had picked out this quote to bring today that that, uh, says, During my morning meditation and contemplation, notice my friend, the butterfly, 
Maya Angelou says, we delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. I love that. We have goosebumps. <laughs> what word did you get? Joy. Oh. Oh. How fitting. And what How does that fitting. word mean to you? <laughs> um, I think of laughter. Well, what we're doing, of course, right now um, is just being in a state of um, uninhib being uninhibited and just allowing maybe your, your, your just not worrying and just mm -hmm. being in a state of pre being present. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And so the definition in our book here says, joy is a feeling of great happiness. It is a source or cause of great happiness, an emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. And your quote is, sometimes your joy is the source of your smile, but sometimes your smile can be the source of your joy. That's great. Mm, I love I that. That's really, really good for you. Really good. So you're always smiling. <laughs> the best smile. Yeah, so thank perfect. you. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's really sweet. And if you want to know what Katie looks like, you can look at <laughs> her beautiful picture on our website with her great smile. My word is wisdom. Mm. What does that mean to you? I know you have lots of it. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, it means going through experiences to me and learning from them mm -hmm. and hopefully sharing whatever you've learned with other people so maybe they can learn something else. I love from you. that. That's perfect. You should remember what you just said. We'll, we'll quote you. That's beautiful. Okay. Wisdom is knowledge that is gained. Knowledge that is obtained by having many experiences in life. Wisdom is the natural ability to understand that many other people cannot understand. Just basically what you said. And your quote is, knowledge is learning something new every day, and wisdom is letting go of something every day. Zen proverb. I got integrity. Okay. <clears throat> Which is like, I don't know, one of the top five things I hope that you've, you know, oh, people strive to have and mm. that your kids have too. It's like, you know, being honest, working hard, um, you know, being authentic, those mm. type of things. So, yeah, it's a good one. Everything that we talk about yeah, here, yeah. talking joy, yeah. So it says here, integrity is the quality of being honest and fair, adhering to morally ethical principles, being whole. I'm going to close us with this prayer from St. Teresa. May today there be peace within. May you trust God that you are exactly where you are meant to be. May you not forget the infinite possibilities that are born of faith. May you use those gifts that you have received and pass on the love that has been given to you. May you be content knowing you are a child of God. Let this presence settle into your bones and allow your soul the freedom to sing, to dance, to praise, and to love. It is there for each and every one of us. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. I'm Pam Rotelli-Robertson, and you have been listening to Talking Joy, talks that help you realize your value while creating authentic connections with others. For more information about our talk today or to get in touch, you can find us at TalkingJoy.org. And to keep the encouragement going, you can also follow Talking Joy on Instagram and Facebook. Simple, joyful, fun. Thanks for listening. This is Talking Joy.